2 Corinthians 5, 14 through 17. You know, when they, I, I don't know about many of you, but I know me. Um, I get towards the end of the year. I, I become very reflective. I tend to reflect on days that have gone past and um, think about things that have happened. And um, It's just so amazing to think about all the things that has transpired during the past year. But yet and still, there is yet more to do. And I just really hear God saying in this season, in this hour, let it go. Let it go. And as I look at the scripture today, as we look at this scripture today in first, second Corinthians, second Corinthians five, 14 through 17. Um, the very thing that we should do when we give our lives to Christ is what it says in this, this passage of scripture. And we're starting at verse 14 and it says, for the love of Christ compels us because we judge thus that if one died for all then all died and he died for all that those who live shall no longer longer for themselves but for him who died for them and rose again from now on and we regard no one according to the flesh from now on when you transition when we when we transition from a life of sin to the life of Christ, we should no longer regard anyone in the flesh. Even though we have known Christ according to the flesh, yet we know him thus no longer. How many people know Christ in the flesh? I didn't think so. And the key, the key verse, the key verse, the key statement in this whole piece is, Verse 17, therefore, if anyone is in, repeat, say that with me, it, uh, anyone is in Christ. Okay, now repeat this after me. He is a new creation. He is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Let it go. Let it go. It seems that in this season, in this hour, I seem to encounter more and more people who hold on to things, uh, you know, that that is from years and years ago, you know, and 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 I'm kind of in a discovery period right now at, at 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 home, you know. As many places as Pastor Tracy and I have moved, it's amazing to see all the things that have stuck with us. I wonder how many things we would find in our basements, in our closets, in our attics that have stuck with us. One one piece, one particular piece that stuck with us uh, prior to Pastor Tracy not even getting married is this little box that Tyra noticed when she was over the other day and said, wow, you still have that box. And come to find out that Pastor Tracy has had this box since the fourth grade.
the fourth grade. How many things have we been carrying since school? I'm going to take you back even further. How many things have we carried since we were in the womb of our mother? Many times we don't think about that because why would we have to worry about what was going on when mom was carrying this? But there's a thing called in vitro uh, trauma that when you're carrying a child, the child experiences what you were experiencing while you were carrying the child. And so sometimes we're wondering why our children are acting the way they are and doing the things that they're doing. Well, there was some trauma, some traumatic events that happened while the mother was carrying the child. And in most cases, mothers are young and, you know, you know, going through all kind of things, all kind of things are happening. And, you know, you know, not not everyone has the typical, um, you know, pregnancy where you're watching what you're eating and you, you care for about the people who are around you and you, you go on your daily walks to make sure, you know, everything is okay. You know, I see women who do that. I mean, like, wow, they really on track. But not everybody's environment it's conducive for that to where you just got, it's all peaceful and everything is so rosy and, you know, you got the perfect house, you got the perfect car, you got the perfect husband, you got, it. everybody's situation is not like that. And one, one of the things we find out in our time as we've gotten older, as we've grown up, is that it should have been that way, but it wasn't that way. But I'm here to tell you it's time to let it go. There is some way we have to find a way to become this new creation. When we give our lives to Christ, it's, it's not just, hey, I gave my life to Christ. I'm saved. I'm set free. I'm on fire for the Lord. And that's it. Being saved, giving, giving our life to Christ is the process. It is something that when you when you say, Lord, I, I, I surrender to you, that, that as soon as you say yes to the Lord, you, you got to know that you're going to encounter some type of test or trial immediately after saying, I do. Mm -hmm. Yes, I did say that. I do. Because Jesus is coming back for a bride. So when we give our lives to Christ, we enter into a marriage covenant with the Lord Jesus Christ. I wonder, did you know that? So many people don't have that understanding, and that's why they lack commitment. Because people who don't live a committed lifestyle in the natural can't do it in the spiritual. That's why the scripture says, therefore, from now on, we regard no one according to the flesh. So when you give your life to, the, to Christ, we, we can't regard, we can't even regard ourselves according to the flesh. But we have to regard ourselves according to the spirit. And so one of the things that is happening in this season in this hour is that people are saying, yes, I'm saved. Yes, I've given my life to Christ. Yes, I'm walking the process. But many people are talking and not walking. 
Why is that? Because they have not let go of the flesh. The flesh, the flesh, the flesh. Let it go. So I talked about this box that Pastor Tracy has had since the fourth grade. Can you put your finger on anything in your life right now that you've held on to for since childhood? I just want you to think about that. The many things that happen in your life, I, I know sometimes I can't help but to go back and think about how I was growing up and, and seem like I was such an outcast. I was such an outsider and, 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 and I couldn't understand why I wanted to be the popular guy. I wanted to be. I wanted to be the one that everybody knew and I wanted to be the one that was cool. I wanted to I wanted all that, you know, because it seemed like a, it was such a great thing. I I wanted that. But it wasn't until my teenage years I understood that I couldn't have that. And I had to let it go. I had to let go of what I thought, what my perception was of what it meant to be cool and, and, and what it meant to be in the in crowd. I just, you know, uh, and, and sometimes today it still affects me because what ends up happening is people come into my life through Pastor Tracy and I, re, I, I recall how I felt when I encountered that person when I was in school. And then I have to go to God in prayer and say, Lord, I know this is ordained by you, but help me to navigate this situation to where I won't be an offense against them for something that they don't even know about. Yeah, we carry and harbor offenses and things over stuff that people don't even know about. That, that person had no idea I felt the way I felt. So why am I going to be all funny acting and, you know, cold shoulder to that person? Because they didn't have no idea. They didn't know. Let it go. Are we ready to let it go? I, I, I'm just, it, I just, it just kept ringing over and over. And, and then after the conversation I had with Pastor Tracy last night and some of the experiences I've had during the course of this week, all I can hear is, let it go. And so I move on in my life. I, I am now 50 years old and, and I, I, there's, there's some things that just seem like uh, as I transition from 49 to 50, it's like my mind is just in a different place because I understand that some things just have to be let go. Wait, some people have to be let go. Pastor Tracy and I, through the course of this year, and, and you guys have noticed through the course of this year, we had to we had to just get to the place where you know what it don't matter. It don't matter. Let them go. Because see, there's too many people that want to that want to hang on and tag on, and they they want to get they want to get a specific thing out of you because they have a specific motive uh, to produce to to get to a specific place, uh, and they just want to use you uh, to get to where they want to go. 
But I'm here to tell you today that God did not call us, call us, call us. God did not call us to the ministry to be used by people to help them to get where they want to go. But God called us uh, to ministry uh, to help people uh, to get them uh, where God wants them to go. Let it go. So we found ourselves saying, we let you go. We let you go. And some people just went. Because, see, you got to you got to be willing to cut some things off. You got to be willing to cut some people off. You got to be willing to cut some relationships off. You got to be willing to, to move some things out of the way. Hallelujah. I, I, I'm going through this transition in my house right now where we're having to move some things around. Yes, we just moved in a year ago, but sometimes you got to shift some things in your house. And as, I, as we're shifting some things in the house, we're finding some things that we need to let go. What kind of things has set up in your house? Hallelujah for years and years and years. And you thought it was in the corner somewhere. Hallelujah. And you looked at it and you said, you know what? I don't even have any use for it. Why is it here? Hallelujah. I got to let it go. And that's the case in our lives. There's some things that needs to be shifted in our lives. Sometimes people have a hard time understanding, why can't I lose this weight? Why have I plateaued right here at this position? Because, see, uh, weight loss many times goes beyond what we could do physically. Now we have to transition and move to some things spiritually. And many times we receive breakthrough, hallelujah, in our weight loss when we begin to move some things out of the way some things that we've been holding on to some hang-ups that we've been hung up on hallelujah some things that just this just hindered us and we didn't even know it was there and the crazy thing about it is everybody else could see it but us god is saying he's saying to this person let it go He's telling that person to tell you to let it go. He's telling, telling that person to tell, tell you to let it go. But the whole time we're, 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 just, we're just walking out. I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do it. But, but God is saying let it go. But we keep holding on to it. We keep holding on to it. We keep holding on to it. And, and we're wondering why is this happening? Why is that happening? Why am I having physical problems? Why am I having mental problems? Why do I feel stressed? Why do I feel overwhelmed? But the Bible says uh, when I am overwhelmed, uh, uh, there's, a, there's, there, there's, a, there, there's a rock that's higher than I. And I go to the rock. That rock is Christ Jesus. And many times we have not gone to the Lord and sought the Lord. We made decisions on our own based on the fact that something in our childhood something in our past hindered us and it, it now has a compound effect because everything that hindered us in our childhood now affects us in our teenage years and it affects us in our, our 20s and our 30s and our 40s and it just it's just now it's like a compound fracture that's caused an infection on the inside of us because we haven't let it go Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, how many people is in Christ today? Because if you're if we're in Christ, he's doing something new. 
Each and every day, Lord, what is it new that you want to do today? Lord, what new thing you want to do in my mind? Lord, what new thing you want to do in my heart? Each and every day, it's a, it should be a new day. It should be a new creation. Lord, use my hands to be creative. Lord, use my mouth to be creative. Lord, use my mind to be creative. I am in Christ Jesus, a new creation. What new things you want to do? Lord, what old thing you want to get out of the way? Lord, is it? Listen, we can't even, many times we try to spiritualize it. Lord, what new spiritual thing? Sometimes it may just be how you go to work. Sometimes it may be you just, you know, uh, uh, maybe I need to get to work a few minutes earlier. Maybe I need to work out before work, or maybe I need to work out after. Maybe I need to hug my wife before I go to work, or maybe I need to give my husband a kiss before I go to work. Maybe, 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 maybe we just, maybe I shoot my baby a scripture today. Maybe I send a brother's encouragement today. Lord, what do you want me to do different? Hallelujah, what do you need me to do that's new? Because if we never let nothing go, we can't even see the new that God wants to do through us. Let it go, let it go, let it go, let it go. What is it that we're holding on to? What is that artifact? That one thing that we have carried for so many years and we just we just can't seem to get past it we can't seem to shake it we can't seem to get rid of it hallelujah it just seems to have been such a problem for so long we 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 tried to let it go we tried to loosen it we tried to leave it alone but it's still there what is that thing that we need to leave in 2018 what is that thing we need to leave behind what is that person that we need to cut off who are the people who need to be left behind hallelujah because see we're coming into a dispensation of time where we can't carry everybody we've done all we could do we said all we could say hallelujah it's time to move on I found myself saying that this week there's nothing left for me to do. I've done all I can do. I can't do nothing else. Hallelujah. The only thing I could do is put you in the hands of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And the Bible says in Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. And sometimes we just got to put people, places, and things in the hands of God and trust that he's going to make a way and trust that he's going to turn it around because some things are just out of our control. It's out of our ability and we can't even handle it even if we try. And then if you try to handle it, you're going to find yourself in a deeper hole than you was before because God didn't call you to help them. Let it go. I just want to encourage you today. If you're in Christ, you are a new creation. 
One of the things that I've seen this year, I've seen new things. I've seen new things. I've seen I've seen new things in in, in, in Sister Bing. I've seen new things in, in, in Brother Bing. I've seen new things in Sister Harden. I've seen new things in I can just go down the list. I've seen new things in each and every individual in this room. Hallelujah. New things, new things. Because see, even if you even if and I'm not talking about nobody and try not to say anybody's not saved in the room. But I'm saying even if you're not in Christ, if you're around Christ, you're going to end up being new in Christ anyway. And as I look around and I see and I listen, it does my heart good to see the growth and the maturity of each person in this room. It does my heart a great joy to know that you've allowed the, the Christ in you to create a new creation. And God is saying in this season, in this hour, it is time to go even further to see even newer creations. When I see the makeup that Tyra has done on these ladies over the last, I don't know how many months you've been doing it. I don't even know. But you've seen the the, the, the transition. You've seen how she started. She even put a picture on Facebook. And I was like, my God, I didn't even notice it was that different. But the transition, the creativity, the ability, hallelujah. And God will do that in your life when you step out in faith. Hallelujah. That's what God does. He takes something and he makes it nice. Hallelujah. And he, and, and, and he takes it and transitions you and makes you better at it. All you have to do is be faithful at it. Hallelujah. I remember I remember when Pastor Tracy first started the paparazzi and I thought okay, we'll, we'll try it, you know. Hey, I, I'm going to stop her. And all of a sudden, she's on Facebook every week. Wait, wait, wait a minute. What's going on here? And guess what? Friday night. No, not Friday night. Last night, I had a reflective moment. There were two postcards that were on the floor. I said, oh, what is that? It was from Paparazzi. From November, uh, November 2017, when she first leveled up, leveled up the first time in paparazzi in 2017, the first level up. I ain't talking about the rest of it. The first level up. She started the business not because she wanted to be in business. She just wanted some $5 jewelry. She just wanted some five. See, you, 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 might, you might find yourself doing something for one reason, but God will take it, uh, hallelujah, and he'll make it into something else. And I watched this thing grow from, I just want some jewelry to, hey, guess what? I got some jewelry. Her and Tyra sitting in the in the kitchen area on the on Facebook and, and people just buying up jewelry, buying five dollar jewelry. Pastor Tracy going places with all her jewelry and people say, Well, I like do you know how many consultants there are out there doing paparazzi? There's a lot of them. But people come to her table and say, I like 
I'm like, I've, I've seen some other, other consultants, but I like you because you got a lot of stuff. And believe you me, she got a lot of stuff. But she moved that stuff too. What am I saying? I watched the transition. November 2017, she leveled up to, uh, she made bronze as, as one of the levels and she made director. A year later, she's premier director, and she got bronze two months, well, a month ago. She's already ahead of track. Already ahead. Because when you get into something, there's always growth. And the more you let go, the more you grow. Ah, my God. The more you let go, the more you grow. The more you eliminate, see, many times people think, uh, let me pile more on. Man, let me pile more on. Let me pile more on. I'm going to tell you what, uh, I'm, a, I'm one of them, uh, just, just call me Plain James. Just call me Plain James. and I'm going to finish up here. Just call me Plain James. You know why? I don't like a whole lot of condiments and things on my food because I feel like it takes away the, 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 the essence of the food itself. So I may get a hamburger especially Wendy's. I, I like the Wendy's Baconator. And yesterday I made a mistake. I got a Baconator and I didn't tell them no sauce. Well, the sauce ain't nothing but ketchup and mustard. But for some reason they put so much on it, it just runs off. And it takes away. I just, I just love the combination of the taste of the, the bacon and the burger. I, I love the combination of the taste of the bacon and the burger. It's just, it's just an awesome, and, and, and it's a, but, but when they put so much ketchup in, I like to put my amount on there. If I, if I put just a little dab, because to me, to me a little dab would do you. Now, now, don't get me wrong. Now, if I get some buffalo rings, I want them things sauced up. Okay? The, 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 the buffalo wings, you got to sauce them up, all right? There's just some things you got to sauce them up, you know. And so just call me plain James because less is more to me. Less is more to me. You know why? Because it enhances the taste and it enhances the flavor. And many times we're trying to put so much on. And, and, and I see people who eat sandwiches that has a whole lot of, Pastor Tracy likes a lot of condiments. And I watch her eat stuff and it just, sometimes it falls apart and, you know, all that kind of stuff. I want it intact. You know, I want it, I want it to, to look good all the way to the very bite, last bite, you know. And sometimes our, a lot of times our lives is like that. We done poured so many condiments on our, on our lives that we done found ourselves stretched too thin and we can't, we can't even, it's too impossible to keep up with everything. It seems like the older I've gotten, the less I've done. Because I feel like, hey, why, why keep doing that? Why keep doing that? Why do this? Why do we do things based on what society states that we should be doing it? What does the word say? Did the word tell me I need to be busy from sunup to sundown? I talked to a young lady in my new area this week. Come to find out, this young lady um, is from Mongolia, and she likes to sleep. And she was telling me, she said, yeah, I love to sleep. I didn't get my sleep last night. I said, well, how long are you sleep? Oh, I like to sleep eight to ten hours. I said, oh. 
I about fell in the car. I was like, Jesus, if I could get five hours, I'm doing good. <laughs> yeah, if I can get five hours. And it's not that I don't, it's, it's, it's not that I'm not tired. And Jamel and Tyra could tell you, it's not that I'm not tired. I'm just trying to stay up and do this. I'm trying to stay up and do that. And now it's so bad because it ain't nobody in the house, okay? It's just me and Pastor Tracy. So Pastor Tracy could be downstairs doing her jewelry. I'm upstairs on the laptop trying to look at everything and look at this and look at that, look at this, look at that. And she, no, not you. And then she'll say, James, go upstairs and go to sleep. Oh, okay. And I won't do it. I'll sit there in front of the laptop and fall asleep again. And do you know falling asleep like that is painful? It hurts. But this young lady is sleeping eight to ten hours. And I said, so what do you do on the weekend? You have a busy weekend? No, I sleep about ten to twelve hours on Saturday. I said, your whole day gone. And so then she begins to say, well, I'm, I'm signing up for Columbus State and, and this. And I said, wait, now the, wait this, is, this isn't adding up. So then she says, I don't do that every day. I don't sleep like that every day. What am I saying in all that? Less is more. If we find ourselves feeling like we are out of control, you can't control your finances. You can't control your children. You can't control your marriage. You feel like things are just all out of sorts. What is it that we need to let go? What is it we need to cut off? What is we need to what is it that we need to downsize on? A lot of people are finding themselves in financial struggles. What is it that we're paying for that we don't need to pay for? Let me, let me just give you this little tidbit, and we're going to pray. I've been paying rent insurance, renter's insurance for a long time, okay? And I keep seeing the commercials for Progressive. You know, they're so funny. And I've just been seeing them over and over and over again, you know. Combine your home and auto. Combine your home and auto. I'm like, well, I don't own no home, you know. Wait, does Progressive have renter's insurance? So I call my insurance agent. Guess what? They got renter's insurance. So I combine the renter's insurance with my car insurance. And guess what else? Not only was it cheaper, it was enough that I could pay, check this out, for the whole year at once. So that's a payment I ain't got every month. Plus, guess what? I'm getting a discount on my car insurance. Yeah, it sounds like Geico, but I don't like Geico. Look at God. Because, see, when you slow down, he's going to help you see some things. But we're going so fast. I, I was just telling Pastor Tracy, I got so many direct um, um, uh, uh, payments coming out. I can't keep up with all of them. Well, I just eliminated one. Because, see, the whole thing behind them direct payments is that the, the, the system wants us to have so much stuff coming out automatically that you can't balance your accounts. So it'll get you into trouble. So then you got to pay the bank fees, and it's all a racket to, to keep you in bondage so that, that you can't give God what belongs to him first. Let it go. 
I can talk about a whole, all kind of stuff that we need to let go. But in your time, husband and wives, get together. Look at what you got going on. Single people, look at what you got going on. What can you do to simplify your life? Let it go. What is it that we've been holding on for years that's hindering us today? What bondages that we have attached ourselves to that society says is necessary and it's really not? Just stand to your feet wherever you are.